Hi, this is a Conversations with Creatives podcast for Opus. In our final episode, exploring the theme, Living a Creative Life, we're discussing how the artistic choices we make and the way we live our lives can have a positive impact on our communities and the wider world. We're about to hear from three talented artists, Alex Anvos, Odera Ibokwe, and Tyler Keaton-Robbins, who will provide unique insight on the power of injecting affirmative vision into their work. Alex Sanvos is a self-taught painter from Surrey and former Opus employee. Her work maintains a strong connection with social issues, conveying true conviction and a palpable sense of purpose. I'm Alex Sanvaras and I'm an oil painter. Most of my work stem from like social justice issues that I care about and every body of work kind of stems from some core issue that I spent a long time like ruminating about. I, I guess what my, my goal is, is to like galvanize people to kind of be the change themselves. I think if we want to effectuate real change in the world, we have to take on the work. And if we each do our part, the weight gets lifted off and so i think motivating people to actually see the things that we need to do better in a very serious way especially with climate change like that's the big one right now um that's sort of like the emergency at the moment so yeah hoping to get people to do some of the work themselves I like using humor as well, trying to like create memorable and respectful and hopeful images that people will be able to retain so that there are shifts of consciousness. When I first moved back to BC, I got a job at Opus uh, downtown, which was right on Canby and Hastings. Every morning I would sit with this fellow, his name was Pat, and we would just chat through that friendship i just thought like man pat like you would be so cool to paint and he was so excited and it wasn't supposed to be anything other than that but then as i was working on that painting of him i thought like you know there are other people who i've met through pat just in passing who would also be just like striking subjects it was just my way of trying to amplify some voices of people who I had met who just, yeah, really touched me. I, I think you have a choice. You can stay enraptured in your own stuff, or you can look around and see what other people are going through as well. Amongst the residents of the downtown east side and the homeless and low-income communities, like, the community sentiments and like the strength of the community is so strong and so striking. That blew me away. People are like almost literally willing to give each other the shirt off their back. If people actually spend the time there, you become awakened to all these beautiful realities. It's not just doom and gloom. I mean, the situation needs to be addressed and change needs to happen, but it's amazing the resilience that is forced upon these people. With the faces we pass by every day, I did notice a lot of my peers and friends and family just talking about these issues a lot more. For me, a creative lifestyle does come from ideas and also from strong social bonds. 
I think that it's tricky because so many of us do live to survive. And I think it's a luxury to be able to create. And so with that in mind, yeah, I'm just like truly grateful that I am able to do what I do. I talk on the phone a lot while I work. I'll just have my headphones in and chit chat. And I have a friend who comes over a lot and stays and she paints with me. People are kind of getting used to that now. When they come over, they bring like a little project or something that they can do beside me while while I work. And that has been really interesting as well. Just noticing that other people are more inspired to get creative because they know that I'm always going to be working. My philosophy would be to make sure that you as the creator are okay before you create because that is the only way your art can be faithful to yourself. More than anything, I want my art to be a conversation. As an introvert, my art is a way to converse with people without having <laughs> to go out there in this like highly extroverted way and actually have those conversations. The most important thing is to check in with ourselves as much as we would check in with our like closest friends and family. Odera Ibokwe is a singular illustrator and painter. Responding to the fractures that occur via diaspora and displacement, their paintings celebrate joy, mundanity and fantasy, coexisting alongside pain and healing. My name is Odera Ibokwe. My pronouns are they, them, and he, him. I am an illustrator and painter, and I'm currently located on the unceded territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh people, uh, also known as Vancouver, Canada, to some people. Um, and as an artist and painter, I think so much of my work is about uh, personalized mythology and kind of finding the specificity and what that means to make it a little bit more universal. Um, whether that means exploring narratives from my personal history or narratives from like ancestral practices or even just like thinking of the material conditions of Black people and people of the African diaspora and queer people and how my work can help change that for hopefully the better. I tend to use acrylic paint as like my go-to when I'm painting uh, traditionally. Uh, sometimes I'll layer oils on top or sometimes I'll go straight into oils. Um, and for a lot of my digital work, I use uh, just basic graphite pencil on paper, scan it and then painting digitally. So there's always that component of drawing and making sure that I have the uh, hand-drawn tools as part of the process. I think art can absolutely heal. For me, I think if art is not healing, this is just for me, if art is not healing, then why am I even doing it? Um, I think it's been so foundational to the way I even see and move through the world that even if I wasn't a professional illustrator or painter, I'd still absolutely need art to live and reckon with things and understand things. It's kind of just like we have our, our senses like sight and smell and taste and touch. And for me, art is one of those senses. I think for my own practice, the healing has always begun internally with myself. So as an illustrator, I remember always 
knowing the things I went through during childhood, having art, visual art as a center part of who I was, was like the internal healing and the ability to build things for survival and just figuring out the world. Um, and I think now I kind of carry that with me as well. I always think, well, how could this piece of artwork help me on my journey of healing that's always continuous? And by helping myself, I know it'll help other people similar to me or even people within my community directly. I think being part of like a intersectional community of queer people of color means that so many of us have really had to uh, reckon with what that means early on. And for so many of us, creativity is an integral part of moving through that and surviving that and living that. Um, so I think at this point, it almost becomes an exchange of ideas or really just enjoying the lives that we have and even the mundane aspects and celebrating that with a bit of creativity whether that's like fashion or movement and dance or drawing or even rethinking and envisioning taking those skills into the way that we take care of each other as a community. I think something I always remind myself is that me creating artwork is so much bigger and so much more sacred than almost any any potential client or professional opportunity like I am so in need and loving the process of creating that even if things were incredibly hard and I was blacklisted, no one wanted to work with me, I'd still find a way to make things and make it work or not do it professionally, but still make things. Right now, I'm most excited for a grant that I received from the Canadian Council of Creative Arts where I'll be making, I think, 12 to 15 new paintings that are based on like divination paintings or oracle paintings. And essentially what that means is I've created two pieces that are currently at the Vancouver Art Gallery. And they're very much about like primal elementals and how those metaphors from those elements can be used for like uh, divination purposes or like metaphors to kind of help you through like the stuff that we're going through. When I say what we're going through, I think specifically those two paintings, the volcano and breath of life, they come from personal mythologies that talk a lot about being queer and also being technically an immigrant, but also being American, but being African, but being other and just how that specificity can then be used for the universal links of like, okay, how can we heal from whether it's pain of displacement or pain of isolation through a pandemic or just making it, the seed starts with my personal narratives and then expands into something more universal. Multidisciplinary, self-taught and always evolving, Tyler Keaton Robbins is a painter and illustrator striving to maintain positivity in his work in order to channel his hopes for a better world. My name is Tyler Robbins. I work with acrylic on various substrates and yeah, I also draw a lot. I would define a creative life by uh, fulfilling lots of different parts of your lives. Uh, seeing it in a way as not just being an artist, 
I think it, it takes into account every facet of your life and all those things feed into being a creative person, if that makes sense. I think we're all, you know, I, I know this sounds like a cliche answer, but I, I think we're all creative people in, in some aspects if we've figured it out yet or not. I think I really do feel like um, the world we live in kind of, uh, kind of beats it out of most people, but I feel that we all have that potential or will have that potential. But I, I, I feel like it, you, it's really how you see the world. I see a lot of possibilities. Seeing the world as a creative person is, is, is actually really distracting. There's always uh, an opportunity to explore an idea. I love just taking my sketchbook everywhere and drawing. Not the actual uh, place, but the feeling of different places. I'm, I'm constantly distracted by um, the beauty in the world. I, I really try um, as an artist to feed myself with positive ideas. I'm careful what I take into my body, uh, you know, whether it's food or, or through my eyes. I mean, really just any, any senses at all. We are what we, we take in and uh, it shapes us a lot faster and more insidious than we, we believe. So I also think about that when I'm creating what I want to put into the world. And uh, my work is, is, is not figurative or literal. Like, so it's, it's not like you're going to look at it and go, wow, this is a really positive painting, but where it's coming from, I actually, I do, I do think that you, the viewer ends up feeling some sort of that, you know, from what I hear people express, but I feel like what you what what you put in or what you take in, you you put out. We deal in the realm of ideas, and ideas are powerful. And if it's visual, it's very powerful. There's a lot of ideas condensed; they can have a huge ripple effect in the world. Right now, I'm kind of in a transitional period. I don't know how long that will last, but um, I've been spending more time in my studio. I really don't have a set schedule, but I, it's working. I do enjoy being creative in my mornings. Yeah, I, I seem to do my best work, how I feel about it anyways, in, in the mornings. Something about the mornings and a fresh start, I really enjoy. I guess my mantra would be, don't overthink it. The most simple ideas are the most spontaneous, and if you can figure out a way to shorten that uh, length between your hand on paper or canvas or whatever it is to that idea in your mind and not let logic get involved, that is key. I think the way you, you live will, first of all, have an impact on you. If you have a positive view and you have hope, it'll be in your work. And that will translate to the viewer. There's deep emotion in art. So I believe art has the power to heal. It makes me really happy to know that people are inspired to create. And I think we can all agree if we were involved in, in meditating more on um, a creative process, there would be uh, a lot less uh, hurt in this world. Drawing is... It can be an energizing process, but it's also um, relaxing. It's almost like stretching for your brain.
it, it just really allows you to uh, to flesh out maybe an idea, you know, an idea to be shaped a little bit more. And if you can express yourself with organic shapes or timeless symbolism, there is this way of communicating that transcends language and it's a deeper emotion than things you can express in words. It's been enlightening to catch up with Alex, Odera and Tyler, as well as all the other artists who've shared their insight in this three-part series, Living a Creative Life. Our lifestyles can take on all sorts of forms. Like our art, the way we weave creation into our day-to-day -day is unique to us. Whether you're a professional, a student or recent graduate, a serious amateur, or someone new to creating, curious about engaging in art and craft at any level, I think all of us can make creativity a way of life. And it's important because art matters. From the individual through to the community and wider world, art can bring about connection, understanding, conversation, and ultimately act as a force of resistance and repair. I hope you all feel inspired to go out and create. From the smallest doodle to the biggest mural or installation, all art makes this world a better place. Mm -hmm.